0: Hey, everybody, welcome to an exciting episode of the Opposing Points podcast. My guest today is Dr. Joseph Ladapo, the Florida Surgeon General. In this episode, we talk about his book, Transcend Fear, a Blueprint for Mindful Leadership in Public Health. He received his MD from Harvard Medical School and a PhD in health policy from Harvard Graduate School of Arts and Sciences. Prior to being the Florida Surgeon General, he was an associate professor of general internal medicine and health policy researcher at UCLA. We talk about his views on public health restrictions, home treatment, COVID 19 vaccines, along with how Florida navigated the pandemic. If you enjoy this conversation, don't forget to like and subscribe to the channel. I hope you enjoy this conversation. I'd like to welcome uh, Joseph Ladapo uh to the opposing points podcast Joseph, how are you doing hey
1: good thanks thanks and thanks for having me
0: on yeah pleasure it's a pleasure um so I just my first kind of question is um what's it been like to be sort of thrust into the spotlight under a governor that's not exactly liked by the media?
1: Well you sure they don't like him they can't they
0: <laughs> always want to talk about him I mean... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, it, it's really, it's been all good. I, it's really been, a, really been a pleasure to be able to be vocal about issues that I care about, that he cares about, that the state of Florida cares about, that regular people care about, but don't, often don't have a voice on NBC or CVS, with the medical experts who are saying that, that, that children should take, you know, experimental hormone therapies, that, that uh, have completely uncertain uh, long-term effects and and very likely could be harmful in terms of their effects on the disruption of the brain and so I, I overall it's been like it's been a terrific opportunity and I'm very very happy to be in that position.
0: Right. I guess at, at this point you you kind of saw the backlash already towards him so you kind of knew what you were getting into a little bit.
1: Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I will say.
1: Well, you know, he he wrote a big big wave last week.
0: Yeah, it was
1: a. Speaking, it definitely resonated. His approach definitely resonated with them, and that's a big deal.
0: Yeah. Um. So you you got your your book out. Um. Transcend fear uh, blueprint for mindful leadership and public health. Um. I think there's a lot to be learned from what Florida did. Um. And I'm curious, I, th- I think this conversation is important just because a lot of people my age are very, I mean, they went very blue um, this past election. They're very gung-ho on masking. I still see people my age masking everywhere. Um, very booster jumpy uh, in terms of getting them. Um, and there are a lot of scientific sort of opinions out there. Um, you have the the Marty McCarries and the Vinay Prasad's, who I happen to listen closely as well as yourself Then you have kind of the people out there that say the MRNA vaccines make you magnetic. Um, So I think there's sort of a spectrum going on. My own doctor tells me I should get a booster. I don't really agree. So how are the average people um, in America supposed to, that are not doctors, right? We have our own jobs, supposed to look at these things and make informed decisions
1: well, you know it's it's definitely a a, a big challenge. Uh, I mean, by the way, it's a little it's a little data free for and crazy, honestly, for your intelligent primary care doctor, because I'm sure he or she is to be recommending that for you. Mm-hmm. You are you are the poster child demographics for increased risk of myocarditis and. It, 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 at this point in the pandemic, you the stats on the percentage of people who've had covid, it's it's extremely high. It's almost hundred percent. yeah, it's probably somewhere between eighty and hundred percent. And for your your benefit, I mean it, it whatever benefit you might experience and for and forever long that is because, these vaccines, these boosters, clearly wane, just as we see with with you know, Dr. Walensky and other people testing mm-hmm. positive again for COVID. But whatever benefit there might have been from a from a COVID perspective, it is it's so much lower now in the pandemic, whereas the risk has not really substantially substantially changed. Mm-hmm. Little crazy for folks to be for for folks to be recommending that for you, and you, you you said well what are people supposed to do? It's a very difficult time, and I think actually what you're doing is an example of what I think people should do, which is I think that my sense is that when you hear Dr. Vanai Prasad talk and other people talk, they resonate with you. You probably get the sense that they are actually looking out for. Your interests, rather than just some agenda, or really worshiping a religion, which mm-hmm. is like stick these needles in people's arms um, in perpetuity, and and so you're more you find that voice more trusting, mm-hmm. and and I, I think that's actually exactly what people should do. I think I think it 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 this point in times where there is a lot of un it, unclarity about or lack of clarity about who to trust. think, you know, God gave us all intuition. Like we all have it. Sometimes it's buried more deeply in some people than others, but it's all, it's in all of us. And I think that's where you go to find your way to people you feel you can trust.
0: Yeah, I think probably a lot of, from what I've heard, a lot of primary care doctors, law schools are still recommending boosters for, you know, my actually requiring, and you still have to wear a mask. Especially in DC, so you have to get boosted and wear a mask in DC to go to law school. Um, because I, I have a buddy in law school. It's pretty it's pretty insane. Um, we're all pretty fit. I ran eight miles the other day. Um, mm. wh- wh- another another thing that's interesting is is you specifically call out the mRNA vaccines. Um, I happen to have distrusted them from the beginning, and I got J and J. Um, and when I did get COVID, I was still exercising, and it was basically a cold. Um, I'm curious if you have um opinions about that vaccine as opposed to the mRNA. If someone is, let's say, um in a higher risk uh demographic, that's my age, let's say they have like comorbidities, diabetes, whatever it may be.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So the the J and Js don't seem to have the uh, myocarditis risk that seems to be coming along with the mRNA COVID 19 vaccines. They have other risks related to other thrombo Mm -hmm. events but they don't have that same myocarditis risk and it's it's interesting the mrna vaccines have been studied more they've been used more and there's more bad news with them in terms of safety so for example there are there's a there's a good study that showed declines in in sperm counts and sperm motility right and the authors describe the changes as temporary, but really when you look at the data that they presented, it's not clear it's not clear they're totally temporary. There were some effects that were still lagging at maybe 90 days or something, whatever their follow-up point is. So and that's just one example. But overall, I just I think they have a very poor safety profile. There's another study that was published in the journal vaccines by Dr. Peter Doshi and some other people, and they found a serious adverse event rate of one in eight hundred with the mRNA COVID nineteen vaccines. And for folks who don't know, like that's stunningly high. So serious adverse event is something like death or or a condition that requires hospitalization or acute medical care. And you 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 know one in eight hundred, you can take your chances, but considering that you're talking about basically people who don't have you know people who are mostly healthy like that's a that's a very high serious adverse event rate. So yeah you know, with the Johnson and Johnson they they haven't been studied as as deeply. But uh, but the safety. I mean, no one at this point. It doesn't make any sense for any young person to be taking these. It just. It makes no sense. You know, talking about well, one or the other. Like what? What are we talking about? <laughs>
0: the, the, why? Why are they? Why are they pushing it so hard? Is it? Is it just? Is it just the? Is it just the the simplicity of the message? Because other countries, I mean, are not like yeah. uh, you know in in the norwegian countries um so it's hard to argue for like a global conspiracy as some might argue but like the U- u.s is doing it differently than a lot of these countries for my demographic and young people so do they think americans are just stupid and it was just like let's just keep this as simple as possible everyone get a shot in the arm every six months
1: i would love to be in in those rooms where <laughs> These policies and the statements about, oh, I got COVID again after my booster, but it thankfully. <laughs> uh, <okay. laughs> yeah, that's
0: the can statement. Uh,
1: yeah, I'd love to be in these meetings. I, I don't know, but I, I don't know what it is about, but I know what it's not about. And it's clearly not about your health, my health public health i mean it, it is very obviously about something else even from a public health perspective you're you're it's not hard to say if someone wanted to say this hey older people like that's where the risk is concentrated because that's yep. where it's created and you know do X, Y, or Z. uh if you're not old which is actually exactly essentially what denmark and other scandinavian countries have done like you said and if you're not old you know you know it, it just is very it's not clear that the benefits outweigh the risk at this point. So we don't recommend it. And that, is that really that complicated? Mm-hmm. And they wouldn't be getting 10% of the pushback they're getting if they did that, but instead they're doing craziness. So they're yeah. getting a lot of pushback and a lot of suspicion and, and, and seeding a lot of distrust.
0: Mm-hmm. One of my favorite headlines recently, I don't know if you saw it was um, it's a, it's study found that exercise can increase the effectiveness of the uh, COVID vaccines. Did you see that one? <laughs> I
1: right. just sometimes <laughs> just want to take your ball and go home, man.
0: So at the beginning, you know, when all this when all this stuff was coming out, I waited a few months. They they said these things prevented it symptomatic 80 percent for J&J, 95 for for uh, mRNA vaccines. Uh, both uh, President Trump early on and, and Biden were saying that, you know, these things work and they prevent transmission. Is there at any level that these can prevent transmission, whether it's reduced symptomatic infection, where where do these numbers come from? Is, is another question, I guess, too, if, if the answer is no.
1: Well, we do have data to inform, inform that question. And basically what the data show are that at this point in the pandemic, what's happening is that people have some protection from infection initially, but then it just dives. I mean, it, and, and the time course seems to almost be accelerating. It's gotten shorter. So it was it, with the original series, for example, the any protection from infection would, would really, really start to be much, much lower and very, very low after about six months. And now it's more on the on the order of one or two months that the of any protection from infection. And again, you look at Dr. Walensky, you look at some of the other recent people who have. I think the FDA commissioner just got COVID, and he, I believe, he was boosted a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So clearly, any protection from infection is 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 very temporary, and is. Is brief that uh, window. So th- that's what the numbers are showing at this point. And you know, that's that's just what it is. What on the plus side, there is more protection from severe illness, but these claims that you will not get COVID. You know, Dr. once mm-hmm. says that, and President Biden says that. Those were obviously false, and they all got
0: COVID too. Yeah. It's, so, what what I'm hearing from you is is a very targeted approach in in vaccination, meaning people that are young and healthy, uh, maybe think twice. But if you are in an older demographic, um, that they might see some protect, uh, protection from severe illness
1: mostly yeah so not maybe think twice like it doesn't make sense if you're young and healthy at this point in the pandemic it makes zero sense it's mm-hmm. basically you're taking on risk with, with basically no benefit mm-hmm. and if you're older from a COVID perspective mm-hmm. it it seems to be effective at reducing but you know again just stepping back it's just it's not clear what exactly whether it's the best strategy. It, and there have been concerns. There's, there's some good papers. I've seen one of them at least that shows a bunch of different metabolic changes happening mm-hmm. or physiologic changes happening with these vaccines. And it, it, it just overall they're it's it they're not they are not safe vaccines. So it's it just It's the decision to use them like influenza is infinitely more safe. It's just so much more safe. It's probably, it's literally probably orders of magnitude safer, at least historically than what we're seeing with these mRNA COVID-19 vaccines.
0: Mm -hmm. That's, that's one of the other things though, is like you come out, you criticize one vaccine and then all of a sudden you're an anti-vaxxer and you don't believe in giving polio or the flu. And it's just like you can't ask questions uh, in the medical community, it seems.
1: You are totally right. And it's it's a joke, even according to the definition, Dr. Paul Offit, who I believe developed mm-hmm. the RSV vaccine as an anti-vaxxer because he doesn't <laughs> recommend these boosters for for young people. And it's also just part of the game. And I think that one of the things that we do well here in Florida, the governor does it really well is just, we don't participate in the games. It's, it's a basically a shaming tool to try and get people not to say what they want to say. Right. And, you know, people have a choice about whether they want to play along with that or whether they just want to redefine the playing field altogether.
0: Mm-hmm. Choose yep. a Speaking of RSV, we're now in a triple-demic, supposedly. Um, are there any, uh, you know, people I think are are reverting to masks for everything now. It's like, if you have a cold, wear a mask. If you have RSV, wear a mask. And I think people are also treating these illnesses like they treat COVID. Meaning, if you have any illness, avoid all contact, wear a mask. Um, And it seems that society, is, as, a, as a result, has become highly germophobic. um i don't know if you have any thoughts or you're seeing similar things it may be completely different in florida but i see, still see a lot of people wearing masks i saw a mask a guy wearing a mask outside canoeing alone in a river so mm-hmm. um what do you what do you think about that
1: <laughs> uh, yeah right hope that mask doesn't get wet while that canoeing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so it, so the RSV is you know it's it's a big deal. It's always been a big deal before before the pandemic, and it can cause bronchiolitis in, in children. And unfortunately, some children can have serious respiratory respiratory effects from it. Yeah, you're, you're right. There is this there's this I don't know almost a a campaign to keep people. Worried about respiratory viruses, and to and to prolong the use of uh, things that are not have not been shown to have high efficacy, and based on randomized clinical trials, instead people point to lower quality studies and say, "Oh, they work really well." And this, but the randomized clinical trials don't have the bias of the observational studies, and and most of them show no benefit whatsoever. So. Yeah, I agree, and I think ultimately it just comes down to prevention in terms of making yourself as strong as possible. The same thing for your kids. So, what does that mean? It means good nutrition. It means mm-hmm. lots of vegetables. It means exercise, physical activity, staying active, sunlight, and and, I, and the data are controversial, but I think vitamin D is is it's it's it may be helpful. I think it probably is helpful, even though again the data are conflicting. But it, it's got a great safety profile if people take it you no know, more than a thousand units a day or so, or two thousand, maybe up to two thousand units a day. So I think taking care of ourselves as much as possible is the you know, that's the strategy. And these these viruses are going to spread. That's going to that's that is that is a constant. But Planning one's life around them, which was the COVID thing, and trying to project that onto others—it just, I just hope people don't participate in it.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, one of the one of the big criticisms leveled against you is that you let ideology trump science. Um, so when I when I when I heard that, when I've read it multiple times, I I thought to myself, like, I, he's not the one that let the you know old people die alone in their homes. People couldn't sit next to each other at funerals it seems like the other side or the shoe is on the other foot as far as people letting ideology trump science. Um, do you think that's one of those silencing tactics? How does, how does that kind of, how do you react when you see those headlines about you?
1: Well, I, I see all sorts of stuff. I mean, I don't even know how. I'm usually amused or entertained. Yeah. But the most important thing is that we win. And yeah. what I mean by win is that we help people regain their connection with what is actually happening in science and mm-hmm. what we know and what we don't know and help people see the difference between all of that and the recommendations cuz i we try i try to be i try to separate those two which a lot of people don't do they just it's all mixed up together uh, and and then that that's hard for people who are not in the field of science to be able to separate right. oh which one's fact and which is opinion I, I can't tell so that's just like just literally opening those minds sharing our information helping people again be in touch with their intuition that hey this individual he doesn't seem to be trying to get me to do anything he's just mm-hmm. sharing information which he thinks is correct and he thinks will empower me like that's that's the that's the that's the game that that we're playing and and i think we're we're winning
0: Mm -hmm. is there anything since you've started um that you would have done differently in terms of covid response at least in florida
1: probably just to have done some of our studies earlier i Mm -hmm. think we did this study that looked at overall mortality and cardiac mortality, and I wish we had done it even earlier. And the study is imperfect. There, there are sources of bias that could that lead to both overestimation and underestimation of cardiac risk, but the just given all that we already know about cardiac risk associated with the mRNA vaccines and the fact that the finding that we had was only in young men who also happen to be the population that's also uniquely faces other risks, Yeah, it's, it's, it is, it's, it's quite a thing to dismiss the study. So I think I would have loved to get that information out earlier to people, Mm -hmm. and I'm sure it would have prevented some people from, from doing it which is the right decision, like just that is the right decision if, if what you're trying to do is maximize your health. So that's that, that'd probably be the only thing, but we're working on some other things too. And, um, and, and things happen in God's timing. So,
0: um, last thing on COVID. And then I have one question on the gender actually. <laughs> um, but, um, I know you're, you're, you're obviously focused on medicine, but it's hard to ignore the politics, right? So we saw in Florida, 60%, I think he won 60% to 40% uh, against Charlie Crist. Um but it seems like the broader results around the country like uh in New York for example Hawke won for governor. Um it seems like the red wave that was supposed to happen um did not. And I'm kind of shocked because people have been kept locked in their homes and being fed fear. Um do you, do you see any any um like I feel like po- po- politics has become very, you know, if you wear a mask, you're a Democrat. If you don't, you're a Republican. Do you see any endorsement of these hard COVID tactics in in these in this red almost trickle instead of a red wave that we saw from voters? I don't think so.
1: I, I don't. I don't think so. I think there probably were other issues that have that perhaps motivated some democratic voters more so but i there's just there's so little appetite i mean even among our friends i, I it just look at the planes right how many people still wear them on the planes mm-hmm. some people do but there aren't many mm-hmm. and so it tells you that people didn't want to wear them you know, mm-hmm. because they stop wearing them as soon as you you stop threatening to 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 bump them off the plane and take away their their flight their flight privileges mm-hmm. I mean, the fly list yeah yeah <laughs> So I can't imagine there's much appetite and this whole school closure thing is, that's been, that's been devastating, unfortunately. And the school masking thing, I mean, people, you know, the the kids, you know, the kids, it's unnatural for the kids. I just, I don't think that there's, I think they're going to mostly leave it alone, but we'll see. I don't know. There might be, there's been a lot of crazy. So, and it's, it's still there. So yeah.
0: Yep. Um, so on a uh, on, on just switching topics briefly, um, the Florida board board of doctors voted on not allowing um, you know, treatments like puberty blocking hormones and hormone therapy and surgery to transgender people younger than 18. Oh, I thought that wasn't happening. Um, where do you see this fight going? Because this is a this is a Florida like you know, it's a state of Florida issue. It seems like other states are gonna like New York are gonna go very Hard to protect it. Um, do you see this becoming sort of an issue that's similar to abortion or or sanctuary cities? Oh,
1: I, I, you know, I don't, I don't because I think that I think abortion is an incredibly uh, complex issue. For me, I, I it's a I think it's I find it to be an incredibly complex complex issue, and I I I personally i personally I, I have a lot of wisdom for many issues but i don't have enough wisdom i don't have enough wisdom for that so that one's a really complicated complex issue but uh, but this one's not so complex this one's very simple and ultimately it is a fact that these therapies are totally experimental and it's you know, it's unfortunate that doctors are trying to convince the population and parents that it's not experimental to, you know, flub around with with the hormone levels of children and adolescents whose bodies are developing and are dependent on the naturally produced hormones to develop normally, including the brain. And, And then not to even mention the risk of things like sterility and the totally experimental nature of changing a child's sex organs so that 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 is an unequivocal issue in terms of what is right what is moral and immoral immoral and so and i and my sense is that when people it's sort of this enchantment that some scientists do to convince people that all oh, all of this stuff is normal and it should be happening and it's standard of care but again, I, I one of the things that I hope, and it's one of the things I hope with with the book I wrote, is to uh, sort of is to remind people of how valuable it is to be in touch with your innate genius from from God, and you know that voice that's telling you, hey, this is right, this is wrong, this doesn't feel right, you know what's going on here, it's being in touch with that. I think helps make this issue a lot clearer and it's it's uh, i don't i think that, that it's it's going to be an issue sure there are going to be some states that go harder core like california but i think that the message that we have and the message that the florida board of medicine and uh, boards of medicine have put out resonate more with people's sensibilities like mm-hmm. they're deeply health sensibilities
0: mm-hmm. deeply Taking a page out of all of my English classes I took through growing up, I would say that the title of your book is is so applicable to multiple things, not just COVID. Um, like your your wife just being like, "Yep, let's move," you know. You, it's so many, so many partners would have been like, "Yeah, you can leave," <laughs> but <laughs> I I won't be joining you. So it, it's awesome that you had, you know, a fearless you know spouse and family that that went with you to Florida, and uh, you're doing amazing things there and you're seeing it in the in in the political side of it because people people are seeing through a lot of the things that they're being told by the media that's why the the margin of victory grew by like 20 points or whatever it was um, the policies are popular um, i'm hoping that more of that common sense can win over um especially on this on these you know on these gender issues um that are really just parodying women and 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 harming harming children who obviously are not science projects or like pickles that you could just put in a jar and and ferment you know people have a natural way of becoming an adult and and uh so i think all these policies that you guys are are doing in florida are are going to set a standard and an example um and i really thank you for doing what you're doing and writing the book for people to read um and i also appreciate you for for being on on the episode of the podcast.
1: Oh, uh, thanks. Thank you. Thank, Thank you,
0: you it's yeah, for so. sale, It's for sale on Amazon. Yeah. That's and right. Amazon Noble. Yeah, that's right. That's All right. right. All right. Thank you, Dr. Joseph Ladapo. I appreciate it. Hey,
1: you bet. You bet. Thank you for having me on. Thank you.